Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I noticed something even more scary about this parental rights and education law in, in Florida and the opposition to it. The media is now focusing in on the woman that was invited to the signing ceremony. Her name is January Littlejohn. And her daughter attended a elementary school in Tallahassee, Florida, or outside Tallahassee, Florida. And this is one of the stories that got the ball rolling, the ball rolling on this bill. And here's a headline from December 3rd, 2021, The Daily Citizen. Florida parents sue school for helping teen transition without their knowledge or consent. Parents in Tallahassee, Florida, filed a lawsuit against the Leon County School Board for violating the parental rights by secretly affirming their daughter, who was only 13 years old at the time, in her gender confusion. In a press statement sent to the Daily Citizen announcing the suit, the Child and Parental Rights Campaign explained school officials met with January and Jeffrey Littlejohn's daughter, identified only as AG in the lawsuit on September 8, 2020, without their knowledge or consent. At that meeting held at the Deer Lake Middle School, three staff members and the girl developed a, quote, transgender, non-conforming student support plan. The staff asked the girl how she wanted to be identified, what pronouns to use when speaking about her, whether she wanted to use the girls' or boys' bathroom, whether she felt more comfortable uh, rooming with boys or girls on overnight trips. The support plan indicated that their daughter was comfortable rooming overnight either with boys or girls and said that her parents were not to be notified of this. So what's happening now? Now parents can't even question their own children. The school takes over. As soon as a student stands up and says, I think I'm a boy when I'm a girl or I'm a girl when I'm a boy, the schools are now saying we take over as the primary in this child's life, not the mother and father. This has nothing to do with parents who can't, kids who can't go home and talk to their parents. The schools are taking over the role of parent. They're making this decision without the parent. I watched a video, and I, I, I this is a long clip, but you, you have to hear it. It's about two minutes long. You have to hear this. You have to hear January Littlejohn, the mother of this child in question. In her own words, what happened to her at this Deer Creek Middle School in Tallahassee, Florida. It is painful to listen to. But essentially, this article doesn't do it justice. The school has taken over, has inserted itself into the most basic fundamentals of parenting, making life decisions for minor children. Play that, play that clip. So when our daughter told us she was experiencing distress about her gender at the height of the pandemic, we were completely caught by surprise. She had expressed no signs of gender confusion or distress in early childhood or leading up into this announcement. So we were trying our best to navigate these uncharted waters and support her in the best way we could and help her through her feelings. We found a counselor and started our own research which led us to gender ideology. School started in September 2020, and I reached out to a teacher and told her the struggles our families had been dealing with. We let her know that we were not affirming 
our daughter's preferred name and pronouns at home, that we did not feel like this was in her best interest, that she was receiving mental health counseling to help her process what she was going through. I also told the teacher that I felt it was directly related to her friend group, that my daughter has ADHD, which puts her emotionally immature and behind her peers, and that while we weren't affirming her name at home, I didn't feel like we could stop her from adopting a nickname at school. I now know better. It turns out the teacher I shared my heart with was the LGBTQ advocate on campus. I didn't hear anything again from my daughter until a couple of weeks later when she got into the car and bubbly told me she had met with three school officials to change her name and how funny because they asked her which restroom she preferred to use. I was shocked. I immediately called the school and was called back by both the guidance counselor and the vice principal and they told me they could not disclose what occurred at the meeting with my child. Listen to that. The school has taken over. They are providing mental health services in secret. They are not sharing it with the parents of this child. They've lost their parental rights. They've, they've lost their rights as parents. This is not about don't say gay. Listen to what this woman just said. The school has taken over making life decisions for her child and refuses to share what they're doing with her. Now, wind that all the way back to the interview that we played from MSNBC of a gay kindergarten teacher who laments that he is no longer allowed to share his whole life with five-year-olds. This, what are the schools doing in secret? This is not conspiracy theory. This isn't right-wing scaremongering. What are these schools doing in secret to our children? They are doing things in secret. This is, there's no more speculation here. This is not about screaming that union teachers are commie pinko leftists or any of that stuff. These people are doing something to these children in secret. And they are keeping it from the parents. And Disney is supporting this. This is insane. In Virginia, it was over CRT. But I think it's more than CRT. In Florida, it's now about government educators, government school officials, government teachers making these decisions for these kids without consulting their parents. And if you, if you think it's just Florida, this has to be happening everywhere. I live in New Jersey. I am willing to bet it's happening in New Jersey. My kids are in a very small, I've talked about this. I, I, I don't want to spend too much time on my family. But right now my daughter is fighting me. 
because she's 12 and a half years old and soon she's going to be 13 and she wants to wear clothes like all her friends and not wear a uniform. I, I, I totally get it. And uh, we don't eventually, you know, the school she's in is K through eight. That comes to an end. In a, in a pretty short, you know, short, in the pretty short term. But if you're in New York or New Jersey or Connecticut, doesn't matter if you're in Oklahoma or Texas. This is one big union, two big unions. And the, the, the National Educators Association, American Federation of Teachers. This is coming from their leadership. This is grooming. This is breaking down the essence of not just gender, but the family. Who the hell are these people to step? What law allows them to step in and make these decisions for these kids? That as soon as they say, well, I think I'm something that I'm not, or something I, I think I'm something that I want to be, that all of a sudden, well, that's it, parent rights out the window. Super producer Mike and I were talking about this earlier. It's kind of a sick thing. Yesterday I, I asked the question, you know, if we're in such a race to sexualize children in government education so they could, you know, begin expressing themselves, if there's no harm in giving a eight-year-old boy hormones and puberty blockers, what would be the harm in giving that eight-year-old boy Viagra? If he's attracted to other boys to express himself. Now, I know that's ridiculous. I'm using, I'm being preposterous. But this is what they're doing. They're sexualizing children. If they're not, what do you call it? This is not about tolerance or this idiotic notion of uh, love. All love is good love. Love wins. Love equals love. What if a nine-year-old girl or a 10-year-old girl didn't have gender dysmorphia, but body dysmorphia? What if after sitting on Instagram, a nine-year-old girl says, well, I, I, want, I want implants, breast implants. Should we just do that? I mean, we're, we're down to the wire of mutilating genitals. Right now, the next fight is going to be over genital mutilation in Texas. Where they're selling the idea that the minute your nine-year-old son thinks he's a girl, you remove his genitals and, and transition him into a girl. Well, what if a little girl says, well, you know, I, I, I want to be like, I see myself, I, I identify with these women I see on Instagram. Should we perform surgery? If you're willing to mutilate a little boy's genitals, why would you get a gasp at putting breast implants in a 9, 10, or 11-year-old girl? I mean, I, I, if you wanted to be honest, they're less permanent than what you're doing to these little boys. They could be removed. This is sickness. I'm talking about sick stuff here. This is hard to do. We're talking about sick stuff. But Ron DeSantis has exposed this. And he's exposed the support for it in the largest 
provider of children's entertainment, the Walt Disney Company, which should change its name because Walt Disney would never put up with this. I notice we're not hearing from Abigail Disney lately, huh? I notice we're not hearing that. There's no way on God's green earth that Walt Disney would approve of anything that's happening right now on the company that bears his name. Come at me. Tell me I'm a bigot. I'm transphobic. I'm full of hate. Come, come get some. Because I'm going to ask you some questions you're not going to answer. This is why. Come get some. Tell me, sickos, perverts, and weirdos. Why do you want to separate kids from their parents so badly? And talk about these things in secret. What are you up to? Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. Yes, the war in Ukraine is absolutely tragic. And there are millions of children suffering, and it's tragic. There's loss of life and damage to a nation. But at the end of the day, we have our own problems, and this is a big one. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.